Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're tuning in to this podcast. With the Feast of Candlemas, we draw to an end our celebration of Christmas and Epiphany and turn our faces towards Lent and the start of the most significant spiritual journey that any of us can make that leads to Passion Tide and the joy of the resurrection at Easter. Do please leave a comment or a like. It's always good to hear from you. And if you'd like to help to, if you'd like to donate to help support these services, you'll find details in the accompanying text of how to do so. And now, may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our service begins. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. A very warm welcome to St Bride's to our choral Eucharist as we commemorate our patron saint, Bridget of Kildare, 
it's wonderful that you can join us online for this service. We begin now with our opening prayer. Let us pray. We say together, Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The saints were faithful unto death, and now dwell in the heavenly kingdom forever. As we celebrate their joy, let us bring to the Lord our sins and weaknesses and ask for his mercy. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We stand for the Gloria.
Almighty God, who enkindled in the heart of Bridget the living flame of your love, stir the cold embers of our hearts and lead us to the wellsprings of eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be all honour and glory, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of John. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and touched with our hands concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest, and we saw it and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you, so that you may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing this, that our joy may be complete. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus said to the Pharisees, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not heed them. I am the door. 
If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hireling and not a shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hireling and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will heed my voice. So there shall be one flock, one shepherd. This is the Gospel of the Lord. living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. This has been a very special week for all of us here at St Bride's because the 1st of February is not only the feast day of our patron saint, or should that be matron saint, Bridget of Kildare, but this year we're celebrating her 1500th anniversary alongside our sister churches dedicated to St Bride, or St Bridget throughout the world. By the time this sermon is broadcast, we shall have held a special service here on St Bridget's Day, together with our brothers and sisters from the Irish Chaplaincy in London and representatives of Larsh, Ireland. And, assuming that all has gone to plan, I shall, on the same day, have been at a special ecumenical service in St Bridget's Cathedral, Kildare, at which I'd been invited to preach. So I thought I might take this opportunity to share with you the themes that I shall be preaching about at that service in St Bridget's Cathedral, Kildare. Our church here is of course most famous today for our unique ministry to journalists throughout the world. But as our core congregation members will be aware, our roots are in fact far more ancient. We were founded in the sixth century by Irish religious, and given that our dedication is to Bridget of Kildare, it's extremely likely that our origins lie there, and that St Bridget's Cathedral is in fact our true mother church. At St Bride's, we are becoming increasingly proud of our Irish roots as we begin to rediscover our Celtic spiritual heritage, which is a marvellously rich tradition and an immense source of inspiration, vision and hope. And reflecting afresh on St Bridget and her heritage in preparation for this special anniversary, I've become increasingly convinced of how very timely this celebration is for us all, because our world has never been in more urgent need of Bridget and of all that she represents. Hers truly is a voice for our age. Human beings are extraordinary, marvellous and deeply complex creatures. We are fearfully and wonderfully made, as the psalmist puts it, capable of infinite creativity, breathtaking artistry, acts of extraordinary love and compassion. We are designed to flourish in contexts of peace and harmony. Tragically, we only have to look around us to see that we are also unparalleled in our capacity to wreak destruction and havoc, desecrating God's wonderful creation willfully plundering its precious resources, committing untold acts of injustice, cruelty and barbarity against our fellow human beings. 
It is a terrible irony that only a human being is capable of being inhuman. It's always struck me that the story of Adam and Eve in the Old Testament book of Genesis nails that timeless truth with profound insight. For it is when we aspire to be as gods, forgetting that we are part of God's creation. It is when we have everything we could possibly want or need, but put all of that at risk when envy tempts us to reach out for still more, just as Adam reached for the forbidden fruit. It is then that the forces of chaos are unleashed into our world and spiral out of control, bringing violence and mistrust and dysfunctional relationships, guilt and shame in their wake. Divisions open up between all that was previously united, human beings no longer living in harmony with living creatures and the natural world, but either exploiting them or regarding them as an inconvenience to be controlled or even obliterated. Divisions opening up between male and female as their relationships suddenly become dysfunctional and disordered, and most significantly of all, divisions opening up between human beings and God. We, who had already been given everything, everything, threw it all away through being tempted to reach out for more. The Christian story tells how all of that was dramatically thrown into reverse when God in Christ did the precise opposite. Instead of man aspiring to be God, God descended as man, divesting himself of all power and in utter vulnerability, accepting all of that unleashed hatred and violence and mistrust and rage to himself and doing so without retaliation or defence, declaring simply, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. With the death and resurrection of Christ, a new way of being is suddenly made possible. But that alternative truth then had to be taken up and lived out by those who followed Christ and took that gift into the world, which is precisely where St Bridget comes in. Bridget is, of course, an elusive figure whose story weaves together fact and embellishment in ways that we can no longer clearly disentangle. But the core features of all that she represents remain timeless and changeless. So, in the stories that surround her, we hear of Bridget's connectedness with creation and the natural environment. She was renowned for her love and respect for animals, and it's wonderfully appropriate that her cross is traditionally woven from straw or rushes, from the very fabric of the earth. We need that healing of our relationship with creation. She was also legendary for her gift for hospitality, which entails embracing the stranger, the very person whom we regard as other, the one who is not like us, the one whom we might so readily regard with suspicion and enmity. We need that healing too, the healing of relationships with one another. And in her own day, which was a world in which women had no legal status, few rights and little voice, she earned the respect of all who encountered her, an authority which in those days would have been very hard won. It is so significant that Ireland has now elevated Bridget's status, recognising her as their matron saint alongside St Patrick. Because the rich and creative complementarity of our differences, including those of gender, enrich us all and by extension bless all human relationships that are vehicles of love and joy and hope. We need that healing too. And Bridget is a sign of peace and reconciliation. Violence is easy. Committing ourselves to striving for peace and reconciliation with those from whom we are divided is unimaginably hard because true peacemaking 
can never be achieved by ignoring or underplaying our divisions, particularly when those divisions are generations old and mired in centuries of bloodshed, injustice and mistrust. Rather, as Christ showed us, it is only by opening ourselves to up to the reality of that darkness and by embracing the pain of the other that we can begin to walk the path of peace. It is a costly business, but that should, of course, come as no surprise. Christ's command was to love your enemy, to pray for those who persecute you, to do good to those who hate you, just as the Good Samaritan bound the wounds of a man who would in any other context have been his persecutor. As G.K. Chesterton famously said, the Christian faith has not been tried and found wanting. It has been found difficult and left untried. At noon on St. Bridget's Day, here at St. Bride's, we joined devotees of St. Bridget across the world in a minute's silence, a pause for peace, sharing that witness with our Catholic brothers and sisters from the Irish chaplaincy. The wonderful thing is, of course, that Bridget predates the Reformation by many centuries, and for that reason, she predates everything that today separates Protestant from Catholic. We can be united in her and through her, because in that sense, she belongs to us all. Many of you will recognise this medallion. It's the medallion that is worn by members of our Guild of St Bride. The Guild was formed in 1375 as a parish guild dedicated in honour of St Bridget. And it was, of course, refounded 70 years ago. At the centre of this badge is a Celtic cross and around it, a circle of flame, symbolising the perpetual fire of St Bridget. And the symbol of Bridget's fire from its origins in Kildare continues to speak to us today of the light of Christ, a light that shines on in the darkness of our world, a darkness that cannot overcome it. Every day here, when we say the morning office, which is in the right of the Church of England, we offer a prayer which includes these words. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you. And may God in his infinite love and wisdom touch us anew with the fire of St. Bridget and inspire us by her example that we may take her passion, her light, and her fire out into the world, a world that so desperately needs it. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father of the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten and not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, 
who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you promised to hear the prayers of all who ask in faith. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the life and work and witness of St Bridget of Kildare and for all whom she inspired by her example. We give thanks for her courage and commitment to the Gospel, for her love of the natural world and her respect for the animal kingdom. Help us to follow her in honouring the integrity of your creation. Forgive us when we have abused the gifts that you have given us so freely, and help us to be better stewards of the earth's resources. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for Bridget's gift of for hospitality, for her readiness to welcome the stranger, her willingness to transcend the bounds of division and difference that separate us one from another. Help us to see others through the eyes of Christ, especially those whom we struggle to love or fail to respect, that we may strive to recognise all as our brothers and sisters, precious in your sight. We give thanks for Bridget's commitment to peace, and we hold before you our world, torn apart by war and violence. Grant us the courage we need to pursue the path of justice and peace, and to acknowledge the darkness within our own hearts. Grant us the gift of humility, and cleanse us with your grace. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. We pray especially this day for the people of Ireland, thankful for the years of peace that were so hard won, and mindful of the centuries of hurt and injustice that can live on in hearts that have been broken. We give thanks for those Irish religious who brought the Christian faith to this holy place, and established a church dedicated to Bridget on this site. And we remember all those who have continued to keep alive the flame of faith here throughout subsequent centuries. We ask your blessing upon our church today, upon our life as a community of faith, and upon all whom we seek to serve. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the sick and for the suffering, for those who are in physical pain or emotional anguish, for all who will spend this day alone or afraid. We remember those who have asked for our prayers and those who have no one to pray for them. Surround them with your love and bring them peace. And we pray for those who have died, and for any who are dying now. Grant us with them a share in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. May the way of God direct us. May the shield of God defend us. May the host of God Guard us against all evil, and may the fire of your love fill our hearts. Merciful Father, accept, accept these prayers, prayers for, for the, the sake, sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Will you please stand? May the God of peace sanctify you. May he so strengthen your hearts in holiness that you may be blameless before him 
at the coming of our Lord Jesus with his saints. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
this bread to offer, which Earl has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God
accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his commands, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who, in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom. And with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith, with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies, we are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table. But you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us.
Let us pray. God of truth, whose wisdom set her table and invited us to eat the bread and drink the wine of the kingdom, help us to lay aside all foolishness and to live and walk in the way of insight that we may come with Bridget to the eternal feast of heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. give you grace to follow his saints in faith and hope and love. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.